Hello and welcome back to the Label 1976 podcast. You already know it's True Straub. Um, I've missed you guys. Did you miss me? It seems like I'm starting everything with that as of late, my last few episodes, because I know they've been far and in between. Life happens. Life is life in. That's pretty much it. But I think this is going to be a very interesting episode and going into the new year, it's going to go back on, it's going to actually go back to a regular scheduled program to where I give you guys something at least once every two weeks, um, if not more, and little tidbits and uh, little snippets of episodes in between the full-blown episodes. How you guys doing? I hope well. Remember those kind of letters that you used to send people, pen pals? How are you? Hope all is well. Well, that's what I'm doing right now. Let me tell you, when you hit a certain age, things start happening that can't be fixed like immediately. You don't bounce back like you used to. Your body doesn't heal the same way it used to. It just doesn't. It's unfortunate, but it also just makes you aware to be more careful. It definitely makes you aware to be more careful because, let me tell you, some things are just to where they just are excruciating. I had a little tumble and I got cut by a glass that was in my hand. And when I tell you this thing has healed on the outside, but on the inside it's still burning and just excruciating at night and for some reason pain only comes at night in it and I don't know if that's because your body is trying to rest and all your nerves are calming down but it's like oh my god it's crazy and you just be like when lord when's gonna be my time (laughs) you know you just have to some things you just have to really pray about And not to say, I'm not trying to make this religious, not to say, you know, a certain type of religion, but you really do have to sit and just meditate and just be quiet and try to let your mind be quiet so that everything can just calm down. Because your nerves, your body is fighting against things that they've never, it's never felt before. So you're sitting there like, okay, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. And it's, it's so weird because I was watching a movie. I want to say it was Code Pursuit. Code Pursuit. And it has Liam Nielsen in it. The dude, the dude from Taken. Um, so he's in it. And the bad guy in the movie said, I will hurt you in ways that will never heal. And I feel like when you get lacerations that are really deep and you see the white meat of something, that's like a, that is exactly the kind of thing that someone like that means. Is like whenever I can hurt you in ways that will never heal. Not, it, it'll never be completely right again type of thing. And those type of wounds are very excruciating. They are, to be real. So just make sure, stay cognizant, you know, if you have animals, you know, you have little, you're, you're a fur, fur babies, and you, you're a fur parent, and stuff like that. When you're putting up these little gates and stuff, you can't forget that that gate is up. You can't, it's just, it, you have to be cognizant of everything. It's almost just 
it gets frustrating but you don't you never want to take it out on the fur baby type of thing but you're like you know if you didn't have it then that would have never had to be up when you're recording things or when you're doing stuff to contain them in a certain area so that just gives you a little bit of insight into my little cut if you will I'll just say little cut but yeah man that stuff is real it's crazy and the older that you get that stuff again it doesn't it doesn't feel that way and it makes you it just takes all the fun out of everything and you just be like you know what I'm gonna lay down and lay still definitely get a ranch style it can't be no stairs nowhere no more that's not happening I'm 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 good I'm done done with the stairs done trying to you know I can go to the gym if I want to get on the stairmaster I'm not on the stairmaster at home I'm not is it an is there an elevator involved do you have one of those because if we can't get one of those and we don't have enough money to have a house with an elevator uh I need to just be walking on solid ground with no inclines thank you I appreciate it all right so now we're going to move into my things you possibly perhaps didn't know. I really wanted to speak on the St. Patrick's Day uh, debacle that I just found out about. I had no idea about at all. I will say, however, that I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm not really shocked at all. I mean, what doesn't... What wasn't already discovered prior to someone coming and stating that they discovered it? It just seems that a lot of uh, darker-hued humans discovered a lot of continents prior to someone coming uh, after them, stating that they discovered it and pushing them out or or just doing full-on genocide. So I will say that. Now, St. Patrick's Day is really we're thinking that it's about leprechauns and all of that and it's not like they so there are these people there was this tribe of africans and they were called the twyla people uh tiwa i want to say tiwa is t-w-a so the first little bit of symbolism that we're going to decode is that the leprechaun and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow so the leprechaun changed into a concept to be a sort of fairy who dressed in an iconic coat and worked as a shoemaker. So these leprechauns would save their earnings being gold coins in a pot and place them at the end of a rainbow. So that became the legend. So if you can capture one of them, uh, they could provide you three wishes. The title leprechaun comes from the old Irish leprechaun, a compound of roots, meaning small, and corp, meaning body. Despite what the Irish referred to as a diminutive uh, Tiwa people, they also went via some other names such as the Akon. It turns out that the leprechauns of its legend were truly identifiable as the Akon, A-K-A-N, slash Tiwa, T-W-A, by people of African descent. They were diminutive people diminutive people meaning small that grew to a height of only like 411 which is quite short indeed which makes me feel really bad because i'm only like 51 but whatever many years ago they came to ireland so they were skilled workers and had advanced technical expertise in production of medicine metalgory which i think is just the uh, production of metal uh weapons textiles and clothes and clothing and interesting shoemaking 
which Caucasians idea was much magical because Caucasians didn't have shoes up until that point. So we conclude here that it can be used to be the Twyla humans that are now recognized as leprechauns. So see, they changed everything around in history. So there's an ebook called Ancient and Modern Britons, which David McRitchie's assistant state black is the word dub in Gaelic. And Gaelic is Irish. They were chased out of Ireland by St. Patrick and not, as the story goes, real life serpents. So you know how they say that St. Patrick chased out serpents out of Ireland? That wasn't what it was. They were calling the Taiwa people um, serpents. In reality, the history of the holiday is a secret attempt to disguise genocide. As St. Patrick led the charge to hunt down these men and women in order to kill them. So yeah, according to the legend, St. Patrick was once well recognized for chasing the serpents out of Ireland. Now on the back end, they make it sound like some miracle that he saved the human beings from deadly serpents. But there is, in reality, no proof that actual snakes ever existed in Ireland. Snakes weren't even in Ireland back in the day like that. So if you apprehend that the serpents they are speaking of are symbolic of something else, the plot factor in the story will become a lot more interesting and better understood. As it's established right now, the beneath the serpent story is an allusion to the human beings of African descent, the Taiwa, TWA who lived in Ireland. It's also vital to note that besides them, some names for these people include Nega, Negra, and Negus, which loosely means serpent people or people of the serpent. So that identity right there is also synonymous with pharaohs and kings. In many African cultures, the serpent is not a symbol of evil. It's not. However, one of everlasting life, regeneration, power, safety, and wisdom. So, chasing the serpents out of Ireland is a metaphor for genocide. It pretty much is. And that's so crazy because I had never heard of this before just going down a rabbit hole. What St. Patrick is surely famous for is waging a genocidal hostility against the indigenous people of Ireland who had migrated there many hundred years before the Caucasians and earlier than Christianity. And they were African and coincidentally notion to the be, notion to be pagan they thought that these people were well they they changed history to pretty much say that these were serpents and it's some kind of pagan thing and it, and it never was it never was so-called black people who are aware of the accurate history behind saint patrick's day they challenge other black people who ignorantly celebrate the expulsion and genocide out of lack of awareness like i, I used to have a best friend that birthday was on St. Patrick's Day and used to celebrate it. I don't know if she knew about any of this because as I stated I just learned about it but I don't think that anyone black would be celebrating St. Patrick's Day which we shouldn't anyway it's not a holiday for us. Um, I'm not going to go into Christmas right now because you know that's a pagan holiday as well so I'm not going to do that. Yeah so pretty much people just ignorantly celebrate it and out of lack of awareness and then the ignorant ones usually respond by saying what's the damage in it it's just clean fun but it's not clean fun you like wiped out like a whole people and right now i think it's only like what i was reading that they were stating that it's only like two percent of these people left on earth that's crazy
And that, my friends, is a thing you possibly perhaps didn't know. Hope you learned something. For my topic, I wanted to incorporate the movie review as well as the label 1976 music spotlight. So the movie review is going to be the movie review, but then the music spotlight is just going to be the soundtrack for the movie because I thought it was um, it was kind of comical to me, to be honest, to see um, certain actors that were in the movie dancing to this soundtrack. I didn't think I could would ever see that type of thing so the movie review um is leave the world behind 2023 though obama's produced it i'm sure you guys have probably seen the movie by now uh because it came out i want to say it came out like on friday this past friday and it pretty much is just a i think it's scary because i feel like I, I read and just watch so much stuff and take in so much that I know the powers that be, they try to tell us stuff through entertainment outlets because they don't, they can't lie to us kind of thing. And I know people think that the government lies all the time. I don't feel like they lie all the time. I think they really tell us stuff and just, we don't want to believe it. A lot of people don't want to believe it. <laughs> So much is going on in the world right now. The the genocide that's going on, all the different wars. For you not to believe anything is kind of just insane to me. Now, the whole movie is based on this family that goes to this vacation home uh, for just a, a weekend getaway. And when they go to it, it ends up being like something major happens in the world to where all communication stops the wi-fi goes down all the cell phone signals go down yeah there's no internet i would hate to even see what happens right now if something like that would happen because some people would lose their mind because they're so plugged in to everything going on on the internet nobody picks up books anymore nobody really calls people anymore you don't really want to have conversations anymore you have text messaging you know, all these different things. And it's, it, I thought it was the realest movie that I've seen in a while. It's like, the even down to the Teslas. Because in the movie, and this is going to be a spoiler alert. I'm sorry, y'all. But even down to the Teslas, like in 2040, the government has already stated that they're going to do away with cars that use gas. And in this movie, it shows you that it, if everything is connected to the grid and these Teslas that you guys have these electric cars but all the power lines go down what you gonna do you can't go anywhere with that vehicle what are you gonna do you still want you still need a car that has gas but if they're saying that they're gonna rule out having gas anymore because it's destroying the environment what does it matter if you keep your car that still uh, drives off gas if you can't get any gas but see that's where the barter system is going to come in and it kind of goes into that part as well where you have kevin bacon's character which kevin bacon everybody knows can play a creep better than anybody him and keith or sutherland over the years for me the last two decades 
they've really shown me that they can they can play those roles that that militant caucasian role because i haven't been good with keith or Sutherland since american x him or edward norton and i think they're both great actors but they played them roles a little bit too well for me um so they're typecast in my mind but kevin bacon is in this movie and he's one of the survivalists where he was getting his basement together he was get, stockpiling water, stockpiling canned, food, canned foods and things of that nature. You know, things that no, none of us think about. Do you have any military friends? You have any friends that know how to live off the grid? The grid? Do you? Or do they not want to talk to you about how they know how to do it and that they have a secret area? Like, I feel like these are things that we all should be aware of and have friends that know how to do that all these meetups where you're doing these hikes and stuff yeah do the hikes but um are you taking any of this stuff in because we don't know what's gonna happen like nobody really knows what's gonna happen the way the united states is making so many enemies so fast and all these different alliances we don't even know who it would be that's coming and that pretty much is what the movie lets you know about i felt like it was a good movie no i didn't like the way that it ended because all these movies are ending just like really this disastrous and don't make no sense and i get mad that i wasted two and a half hours and then you just want to end the movie like that kind of thing but it was good for what it was and i liked the cast to see julia roberts dancing to what's that song that next song grinding on the dance floor and stuff and you dancing real close or whatever yeah that was that was crazy to see her dancing to that song and i kind of knew that somebody black had to be in production for the soundtrack to be what it was soundtrack was next black street black street right so it was next black street winter by tv on the radio i've never heard of them before uh, misled by cool in the gang the Revenge by Joey Badass is the song that I think comes on in the complete beginning. And that song was good because for the life of me, I could not pin down who that was. I thought it was J. Cole, but Joey Badass is something I need to somebody I need to look into. Because he had that song is awesome. It's the first, it's the title track that comes on when it first comes on. And um Yeah, the the cast was really really good and the chick that plays the daughter to the black dude she was in one of these a24 movies i'm really getting into these a24 movies they are like diabolical kind of horror movies but then also they're kind of raunchy but they're very just interesting very interesting and she was she was really good she was a smart tale in the movie her and julia roberts character did not get along but julia roberts character was the quintessential uh caucasian woman that just didn't believe that that was their home that she had rented the airbnb from because it's like a mansion um but it was just a it was a good kind of movie it's, it's a movie you need to watch twice to get everything from it but I thought it was good. I thought the soundtrack was good. It was kind of, you know, an older soundtrack. They mixed different songs in it, but it still pretty much was old school R&B in it. And you got Julia Roberts rocking out to this soundtrack, which was 
mind-blowing but also uh, enjoyable it was enjoyable so yeah that's my movie review and 1976 music spotlight that's leave the world behind and it's on i want to say it's it's on netflix it's a really good movie really good movie no you're not gonna like the way it ends uh and again spoiler alert i'm sorry but you're not if you do i don't know what's wrong with you okay and that is all and that concludes my episode for this week thank you guys for listening and tuning in and being patient with me through the sporadic episodes that come up you can always follow the podcast so that you're notified once a new episode comes up on spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast i'm on there and you can also email me if you want to chat at label and you have to spell out 976 at gmail.com and i always email back i so appreciate all the emails that i do receive um, missing the podcast and um also yeah follow me on instagram true underscore straub follow me on facebook true underscore straub i try to keep everything the same so i'm not difficult to find and in the meantime in between time please remember it's good to be loved but it's profound to be understood Thank you.